0: Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Rise Up SD Podcast. This is the Addie and Emma version. Hello. So, on's Kyle today. <laughs> so, we have Emma Moore on here with us, or with me, I suppose. Um, And she's going to talk to us a little bit about uh, what she's been doing for us, which is teaching yoga. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you just a little bit about um, your life and how your yoga practice has, how it came to be for you and what it does for you and and just have a little discussion about that because we get lots of people asking us about the benefits of yoga and I'm just not qualified to answer those questions.
0: No, that's great. I really appreciate you inviting me to be here and I actually started yoga Back in when I was in college, um, I don't know if you know this, but I used to dance um, and even on point ballet. I didn't know um, that. Up until makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, up mm-hmm. until I went to um, college, um, and then I stopped completely. And I actually went to UCSB, and I remember somehow I got into the health and fitness hall for dorms, mm-hmm. and Maybe everyone I, there's a health and fitness. Yeah, hall? there was a health and fitness hall. Oh my god, that's amazing, um, and. I ended up um, getting um, just being involved with some really health. I'm healthy, health minded. I would but, never have guessed. Yes. You no, know, I just didn't. Know um, that but about also, you. just um, was introduced to a lot of a lot of other athletic um, persons, and I because I stopped dancing, I started running, mm-hmm. um, and I'm one of those um, competitive persons. I went out on a run with some. Some of the girlfriends that I had met and I could barely do like 10 minutes. Right. Um, And after that, I was like, I am going to set my goal that by the end of this year, I'm going to do 50 minutes nonstop. I love it. Um, So where this all leads to is as I was doing this and got really into running, I noticed that I needed that stretch that I found when I was doing ballet Mm -hmm. and doing bar work and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I stumbled upon doing yoga. Mm-hmm. And that was something that just really became, um, running for me has been this like release, mm-hmm. but yoga filled an, a different release for me that allowed me to, when I was in school to, to let some stress go too. to, relax. A um, bit. it's taught me, um, to breathe, um, and kind of take things step by step because I am the type of person that likes to, to put a lot on my plate. Yep. And, and yep. do a me lot. Too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an overachiever. Yep. Classic. Um, so yep. so I, for me, you're in good company, yes, I would say yeah. in this general. So yeah. for me, it was one of those things where I definitely, I just needed it and I mm-hmm. knew I needed it. Um, and so I, that's where it kind of all started with, um, you know, wanting to balance out the, the, not the aches in running. Cause I, I enjoyed running. It wasn't like it was totally but but your body takes, it, the yeah, it takes, takes a toll. The toll. Yeah, it does. So it was learning um, these sorts of things. And then a fast forward when I was in grad school, you know, one of those things where you, you already have a lot on your plate and you're like, might as well add this. Yep. I remember in yep. grad school, um, I was living in L.A. at the time and living in um, Redondo Beach and I was running. Through Hermosa Beach, and there was this yoga studio that I was really interested in, and started taking yoga there. Mm-hmm. And I needed a release. Um, grad school can be stressful, so going to grad school, getting getting a stress release from this yoga studio. I eventually they had a teacher training program, so why not why get not your master's degree and. Too. Your That's um, what they your yoga say. teacher' training at the same time, and what so, did you go to graduate school for? so I actually went um to graduate school in the in communication, okay, so cool. my undergraduate was looking at mass media and society, mm-hmm. and my um graduate degree was actually just a very um, start of technology and communication mm-hmm. and looking, I studied email communication mm-hmm. and student teacher relationships. Very cool. So that was, well, that's all still very relevant. It now. is still very yeah. relevant. Yeah. So I have different hats that I mm-hmm.
1: have worn throughout my I life. I like it. Well, I'm, yes. a, I'm, I'm definitely, um, a person that has
0: diversified
1: interests, I yes. would say as well. So yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah,
0: I, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. And when I look at my life, it, it all adds it all adds up, so, yeah. Um, but so my point being is that I then del- delved. I decided to dive really deep into yoga, and and um, it was a really. It sounds really stressful, but it was actually so apropos during the time mm-hmm. to get my master's, and then also dive deeply into um, just learning so much about teaching yoga, right? Um, be, and, and it was also the thing where I was also teaching. Um, grads, like as a grad student, I was teaching right. undergraduate people. So mm-hmm. I feel like um it just helped me be a better teacher too.
1: Yeah. I think um, I find generally, you know, a lot of the stuff that I, I love to share information and I love yeah. to share about things that excite me. And I don't always think of it as teaching. I've always kind of thought of it as sharing. And I yeah. think a lot of it is teaching without yeah. realizing it. Um, I mean, those two things are obviously yeah. literal teaching, but you know, I think about I, I understand that, that feeling of wanting to tell and share and be open and, and get excited with somebody else about what you're excited about. It's yeah. like, you know, I know that it's sometimes inappropriate when I talk about cake during an exercise class, but I actually think I it's do, quite appropriate. Oh, I love you. it. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, I it's something that I love to talk about and share and it adds a big piece of my life. And so yeah. I understand that, that, that feeling of, I want to give of myself in this yeah. thing that brings me joy or, yeah. or is exciting to me.
0: Yeah. So okay. I just, I think um, you really summed it up nicely. It's the idea really is it yoga brought me joy. Mm-hmm. And so I was following, even though I was studying and, mm-hmm. and looking at, you know, I taught for about 19 years at city college before wow. I created my own business. Mm-hmm. But as I was teaching mm-hmm. at City College as an adjunct professor, I was teaching yoga. So mm-hmm. there there are all these little things that happen, I feel, in your life. But yoga has always been this balance for me because mm-hmm. I do um, – because I like to go, go, go. Mm-hmm. So it's always been a, a check-in for me. And I would say that what's been – the past couple of years, what I've added – and you, maybe maybe you're not interested in this, but I've added meditation.
1: No, no, and I'm very interested. This has been
0: um, something that's really um, deepened um, my life um, in a really big way. Is mm-hmm. to carve out, and usually is it's it's even more me time than yoga is because mm-hmm. now my kids I have two kids, mm-hmm. uh, eleven and eight, and they had you know they will in and out, do yoga with me. Mm -hmm. But I find that I like, I need to, I'm like so excited about waking up and carving, even if it's five minutes of Mm -hmm. me just centering and, and it sounds silly, but not thinking, turning the thinking cap off. It doesn't sound silly at all. And so I feel like as I've evolved in my practice and teaching, but also giving myself my own yoga practice and taking other yoga, I I am a yoga junkie. I love Mm Love to I you know Adrienne from Power of Your Arm oh, yeah. I love She's her classes fabulous. I have mm-hmm. all my little places that I like to also um, go but I also find have found that these past I want to say really two years it's been this exploration of diving into um, stilling like having a stillness in the mind and mm-hmm. letting go of thoughts and just sitting with that and so right. I'm st- I'm still working at it um, but I feel like that to me has been, I'm just going to relate it to what we're dealing with Mm -hmm. right now with quarantine. Um, That's been really, um, really beneficial and nourishing Mm -hmm. um, for myself and my family. I feel like, I think that, um, and this is also why I love Rise Up. Mm -hmm. I feel like when we're active, for me and when I'm active, I'm running on the trails or I'm doing Rise Up or I'm giving myself some yoga or in that weird way, being inactive in meditation, Mm -hmm. it makes me a better person. And then I am better to my family, my right. business partner. and that's what you have to yeah. do. I think
1: that a yeah. lot of people, you know, this is a small aside, but there is a reason that you know we we tell people to invest their time, and yeah. you know, and obviously you invest your money too. A lot of you know places, I rise up, obviously cost money because we have yes. to live too. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you know, in, investing in yourself and in your well being is the best investment you can make because you yeah. can't you can't give anything to anybody if you don't have anything left to give.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, um, it's
1: not selfish. It's yeah. actually an act of selflessness, I think, to be taking care of yourself because we've all had people in our lives that we feel they're not going to take care of themselves and we need to take care of them. And that is one of the biggest stresses in the world to feel like somebody absolutely. you care about isn't taking care absolutely. of themselves. Absolutely. So you can remove that stress from everybody else by taking time for yourself and for taking care of your own, your own soul, I feel like. Um, Oh yeah. So when you meditate, is it, is it a, like, is it,
0: it's not thinking through things it's trying not to think at all? Yes. Um, So that's, it's like, it depends on how you want to meditate. So I'm going to give you two examples because I've played with, um, I've played with a variety of different meditations. One Mm -hmm. is where I'm going to, meditate on a thought and mm-hmm. so you are not necessarily like you're still letting thoughts release right does that make sense yes um so the day schedule releasing or mm-hmm. anything but you're focusing in and this might be something where you're sending yourself loving ki- so a good example uh, one of my yogis that I studied with we would do this um meditation where I would send loving kindness to myself mm-hmm. I would send loving kindness to a person who I'm I would not consider someone who I, like a stranger, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And then I would send loving kindness out into the world. So you could think of a meditation like that. Mm-hmm. There can also be a meditation which I find just beneficial of just letting go and mm-hmm. not thinking about anything and observing thoughts coming in, but letting them release and just sitting with stillness. hmm and then I also am a big fan of just guide, guided meditations. Mm-hmm. So I'll it kind of, I feel like it's what do I need? So all you can find, you can, you know, kudos to YouTube. You can yeah. find guided meditations, honestly, on YouTube mm-hmm. that are really great. And I happen to have recently started that, um, an idea of finding guide, some different guided meditations um, on YouTube. And sometimes it's hard to just sit. And I feel like with the quarantine thing that happened, I've chosen to seek out like some guided meditation where there's a little bit of soft music, but then there's someone talking me through maybe a theme. Um, And I've found that really helpful. And like so much so that I'm like, oh, I don't want this to end right now. Yeah, Yeah. But that's such a good thing to find something
1: where you... You can be out of what's going on. Yes. And, you know, I I think of things like, oh, when I read, it's kind of meditation when I bake. But I think there's definitely a difference between those activities that allow me to relax and actually trying to actively release all of those thoughts. Because I know a lot of times I'm I'm thinking a lot when, for example, when I walk my dog, um, I tend to, I listen to podcasts, of course, and things like that. But sometimes I'm just thinking about yeah my life I'm thinking yes. about who how my relationships are with my with my friends with my family with people who are important to me, and how can I be better in those and if I'm upset about something, okay yes. why am I actually upset and I feel like those kinds of deep thoughts and things are are important, and sometimes they help me work stuff out, but it's not the same yeah kind of release, I feel like that. Oh, yeah. Maybe you get with meditation. So, yeah,
0: I do feel it like, because I I happen to love to run trails. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one of the reasons why I love trails is I can kind of get lost. Mm-hmm. But I'm still thinking a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. Um. And, and I have to say, like, I'm going to give an example of just this morning when I was meditating. Like when you have a big to do list for the day, like I had <laughs> today, it was so much struggle to get myself to a place of like, not thinking about Mm -hmm. those things. Right. And coming back to even the guided meditation, it was a guided meditation where it's talking to me and Mm -hmm. then asking me to kind of move through some things. It's still, my mind was still wanting to go to, right. well, the kids have Zoom at I'm 9 a.m. Yep. And I still need to do, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and I have to speak to my business partners and I have to, you know, yep. um, you know and I have to coordinate something with my husband for later. Mm-hmm. Um, those I have to, so I actually, that's what I think is so valuable is to learning to switch that off. I think um, I, I would agree with that just
1: so much because I've, i I notice myself especially, I mean, kind of always. I mean, I think when you're, when you're a perfectionist or an overachiever or somebody who puts a lot of stuff on your plate, you tend to have, I mean, I have physical to-do lists. I have mental to-do lists. I have everything. And they range from what I need to do today to I can't believe I still haven't donated all of my old running shoes that I have in a pile (laughs) somewhere. You know what I mean? And like those thoughts are not really helpful for me most of the time it's good to say, yes, I have this to-do list. And when it's appropriate, I'll get it done or I'll set up a timeline yes. or whatever. But it, the the stress that I'm putting on myself exactly. right now by allowing that to just keep running around in my head
0: is really not serving me in any way. Yeah. Well, what I really feel that I've learned is like, you know what, we're always going to have to-do lists. Mm-hmm. Like we're always, there. our mind is just the way it functions is yep. it's going to constantly be thinking. So, and there's, and, and just to bring back like, You know, I know that meditation isn't for everyone, but there's Mm -hmm. so much um, of just me doing my own research on this. And Mm -hmm. you guys, I'm not like saying like, you know, that I'm an expert on this. I'm Mm -hmm. learning myself. But what I will say is that the research has shown like how much we can add longevity to our life by Mm -hmm. simply meditating and it really goes. To, I really think it goes back to our mind and how mm-hmm. our mind functions and how it's really how we powerful. do need this. A big effect. To, yeah, on our it bodies. has a big effect on our bodies, mm-hmm. like just the overall health and well being. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and I feel because I feel like we can help our bodies be successful, right? Um. And I think that I mean the there's science behind this saying that mm-hmm. you know that meditation can help our you know bodies, you know. Be more successful mm-hmm. and that sort of thing because I'm a big fan of nutrition too and mm-hmm. what we put in our bodies, and so this is something I think that is another interesting area that can help us, mm-hmm. um, you know, live our our yeah. full potential. Yeah,
1: and we would love to have you back actually talk about nutrition. At some oh, yeah, point. um, and also just to come back to yoga and because yeah. I know those things really go hand in hand yeah. for you, um, and I think that they. Probably will for anybody who does both, yes. um, who do both Sorry, because I realized this has probably been a tangent. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, no. This is, this is <laughs> what Sorry, I wanted to one. do was just yeah. talk to you about all these things yeah. that you do and kind of tie these things in together. Um, I mean, I feel like what we're describing in the way that you lead us through yoga almost feels like it's kind of a, a physical meditation. You're yeah. releasing and you're opening and you're letting go just like you kind of yeah. do with yoga or with with your thoughts when you're meditating.
0: Yeah absolutely and i think that that's why yoga has been such a steady in my life is mm-hmm. that it's my chance too to be like and i'll give an example too of like oh my gosh my shoulders everyone are killing me I, my, I am feelings. so tight right now with all the workouts because I am an overachiever and want to check things off my list and do mm-hmm. them all for for Rise Up, mm-hmm. which I actually have to say that it's been an amazing program and you and Kyle are doing an incredible job. Thank you. Like I appreciate I've that. been so like I would say that it's like it's been motivated me to do more than I thought I would would do. Well, thank um, you. I really appreciate that. So. We're trying. But with that, like if my shoulders are really tight, I know that like I can it's a yoga is a way for me to also nourish my body Mm -hmm. um, and kind of just like meditation is nourishing us and kind of letting go. Mm -hmm. I can be like also kind to myself, like Emma, you're going to get in this pose and you're going to open your shoulders and be kind to yourself. You are where you like. I think that's what yoga has helped me to be like, you are where you are. Yep. You're perfect where you are. Just work in this. And so I will say that it's always funny because I get this all the time. Like, oh, you, you teach yoga? Oh, I, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, 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 that's not the point. Right. The point really is, is like, let go of those things and kind of just work with where you are Yeah. in each pose. And just be, show up on your mat, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like um, that to me is like what yoga is all about, which mm-hmm. I think is a healthy <laughs> I think it's a it's you like know it's a
1: great mindset and I'm just thinking about like you know where we were last week when we filmed yoga and where we were or this week. I mean, yeah. last week I I was hurting, my body was hurting, and there were some things where I was like, I can't even lift my foot off the ground. Yeah, right I, I remember so I'm that. Just yeah, going to be where I am. Yeah, and I felt so um, comfortable with that, and so okay with that, and yeah. I think that that's a hard. A hard place to be when you're somebody who always wants to do their best. Yeah. You say, well, I do, if I've been doing more yoga, I should be getting better at it. Yeah. And I, I love that the point of the practice is not to yes. be always be better, always get always, you know, have your leg higher in this place. Yes. That's not the idea.
0: Yeah. And I think that's also what I love about yoga and and uh, and also my my yoga running conundrum because it, yoga isn't about being, like, having the, like, and I'll take this back to, like, ballet, like, right. the best arabesque, right? right. You know, yoga mm-hmm. is not about having the best king dancer pose. It's about just showing up and this is where I am today and I'm going to make this the best today. Right. And I think that that's just really healthy. Yeah. In our society. Cause we are all of us, like no, some are more than others. We just have a lot on our plates. Yeah. So it's nice to just see like, this is where I am. And that's like medicine to the body, yep. you know, and we can be competitive and, and with each other and with ourselves
1: Yeah. and that's okay. And especially, you know, I know in, in running, I'm always hoping I'll yes. get a little faster. I'm very slow, I'm working <laughs> on it. Um, when I stopped ballet in college, I I, well, I went back. I ended up doing yeah. some more classes in college, but I did not take up running. I took up eating yeah. and and I love it. I don't know, eating marshmallow flour for yes. breakfast and stuff like that. But you know what? It was whatever. I, I was love eating. it. Um, but um, I think that it's okay to you know, and, and we always encourage people at Rise Up to, to yeah. be be pushing for your your full potential, right? That's what Rise Up's about. It's it's a place that helps you. Yeah. Become the best version of yourself and a group of people that are all trying to do that. We're all trying to do Definitely. our best um, both in our lives and in our workouts. And so I think to have that complement of yoga where showing up and being where you are yeah. is okay because yeah. you're going to have those days in everything. I mean, you Definitely. can't – we always tell you, you can't kill yourself every single day and rise up. You, yes. Your body can't Yeah, that would be it. crazy. Yeah. So learning to be okay with being competitive and also – being where you are, yeah, I think is a really healthy combination.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why I've stuck with it. Is mm-hmm. I think that for me, it's like being compassionate to me. Yeah, um, which, is so, which is hard. Which is hard. Which yeah. I, I have to say, like it's hard sometimes. Yeah. So for me, that's been a win. And I'll give the example too of like with Rise Up. When I first started Rise Up, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy. And like, look at all look at all the classes that I could take. And I remember my husband being like, Emma, you don't have to do every, every single <laughs> class. Yeah. And the same okay. thing, fast forward to the social distance, like yes. rise of social distancing, And I'm like, my husband said that he's yeah. like my voice of reason. Mm-hmm. So bless his heart. So, but since husband said the exact same thing, you don't have to do everything. Every single workout. And, and you, you, like, don't, yes, you, really you don't guys. You really don't. And so, and I think that goes back to my yoga. Like my yoga is the voice of reason to me too, mm-hmm. of saying, You don't have to do everything. Just, you know, what, what do you need today? And give that, give that for yourself. And, and so, yeah.
1: Well, I think that's fabulous. Thank you so much for coming in and for talking to me for a little while. And like I said, we'd love to have you back to talk about nutrition and all these other wonderful things that you work on. Cause I know everyone sees you post on Slack and all these amazing things you're doing. So, um, thank you so much, um, guys, we will be back with you, um, tomorrow with a little bit more, but hopefully this gives you, Um, some things to think about, maybe some things to try and, um, and maybe inspires you to be a little bit kinder to yourself today. Yay. I think that would be great. So we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. And as always, bye.